Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. The Tom Bernard Morning Show. Streamed every morning on the Tom Bernard Show app and anytime on demand wherever you get your podcasts. I'll find it out right now, as a matter of fact, today. So, what's the latest? What's the latest? What's the greatest? Uh, Gogo has her third chance at Santa today. Santa! First two have not gone well, so we'll see if uh, daycare can uh, step it up and do what me and Justin have not been able to do. <laughs> did, you did know, she... So she, she doesn't like going to see big, fat, white guys with red suits? No, uh, that's why you never wear red, because you want her to like you. So, so what you're saying is oh, you've traumatized okay. her twice, and now you're going in for a third time to see if it sticks? Yeah, exactly. No, I... um. First off, that joke was dumb. Secondly, uh, Mike, <laughs> Mike. It's a joke, no, actually. Oh. I, you know, it's your lame attempt at humor, as Thank usual. You. That's why you're wearing a prison suit today. I'm in jail. You're in radio uh, prison. She she talks about, she's kind of like me. She talks a big game. Like, she's best friends with Santa, slash, I think I'm best oh. friends with Taylor Swift. Like, she'll mm. go, every time she sees a picture of him, she goes, you know, ho, ho, ha, ho, ho. <laughs> and I'm like, she's always seeing him in pictures and saying, anta, anta, you know, like, Left and right, but the minute she comes near him, oh my God, she's a freak! Wants to throw hands real quick. Actually, you just made me money. Thank you very much. Mm-hmm. I have a friend named Charlie. He said, "How much you want to bet?" She says Taylor Swift in the first one minute of the show, and you did. I'm actually. I'm was, a winner. Ha <laughs> I'm scared. I was scared you were gonna say go go, and I was like, oh no, I don't. I can stop. Like I can tail bet. Like. Uh, no, you know, I avoid like talking about stories. Taylor Swift, but I I always want to talk about Gogo every two seconds. Why not? I don't have any problem with that at all. Talking about your children is phenomenal. You can talk about Taylor Swift too, as long as I can I can make money while you do it. That's good. Not a problem. It was a five dollar bet too. That's the big dough. <gasps> Huge cash. I get a cut. Oh, wait a minute, I can't say that on the air. It was a pretend five dollar wager that we were doing. That's a podcast. You can say whatever you want. Oh, did Catherine leave again? Why doesn't she just let him in when she leaves? Why does she do it to me? He's signing. He's signing in for a shift. (laughs) Right. He's like, like, uh oh, Uh, we're we're caught in the wires. Oh no. Uh oh. Oh no. It's like a fish in a net out in the ocean. Tangled in. Oh, I buttoned (laughs) it in my shirt. Oh. I tried to look presentable. I've done that. Uh, um, yeah. It's like an OnlyFans page. Just Tom unbuttoning his shirt. All right, talk amongst yourselves. I'm oh, trying to get out of it. Tevin, when's the last time you lost one in prison? Tevin, you know Tevin. this doesn't open. This Everything's going flying. You know that, right? You're showing a little skin. I don't get this open. This whole yeah, God. Oh, my God. Can we play a little magic mic? Little, there you go. Jude's, like, apologizing why he's late for work right, right now. I'm so sorry I got stuck in traffic as he walks yeah. in with a Starbucks coffee. Oh, guys. <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. Family drama. I can't talk about it. Catherine, I had to get Catherine, drop Catherine off at work. R- rough What's traffic that? coming in. What are you guys yammering about? We're, like, acting like Jude is telling you why he's late for work. Honestly, why doesn't she just let it? She knows he's going to knock on the door. 
have you had this talk with her about just letting him in? On purpose. She doesn't talk to me much, you know. No, we have not had we have not had a talk about that, but I'm gonna have to today because he's more than welcome to be in here. Just maybe I'll just leave the door open. That'll yes. be the end. Absolutely. Yeah. You have great sound in there. Who cares? There's no problem like... with that. It's all that'd true. So, that'd be so funny if Catherine showed up home and like did the Tom Cruise like turned on music as loud as possible and like slid <laughs> across the floor. Absolutely. Um so I've gotten a couple of calls about the new uh, state flag of Minnesota and uh, the things that they've heard people complain about it. Some people just think it's a stupid flag that looks like it should be on the back of a rowboat or something. Yeah. I don't, I don't care about flags anyway. You know, the United States flag, I'll, you know, salute it. It stands for, you know, the stars and the stripes and all that good stuff. It stands for the 50 states and the 13 original stripes and all that. So that's mm-hmm. that's cool. But uh, the major problem they saw with the new flag is... Did they notice there's one star on the flag, and that star has to be white? People are actually complaining. Nobody's. nobody's there's what? No way. People are complaining I got two people. Two people called me and said there's going to be a problem. I guarantee it. Now these they're not saying they're offended by it, but they say because the flag can never be perfect, people will complain about that. If anybody complains about the star being white on the flag. At about nine, well, I guess you could probably do it a little earlier, about six, seven o'clock tonight when the mm-hmm. sky is clear, go outside, look up. And if you can find a black star out there, then we'll put a black there are star. Some. If you can point one out in the night sky to me, then we'll put a black star on. As a, as a matter play. of fact, the black star would just showed up in our in our universe. Uh, Tom, I've always been on the show, though. Oh, that's right. I forgot. There are two black stars now. The one in the sky and Tevin. No, you know that people will complain and bitch about anything. You know that. Oh, yeah. That's just how people are. It's never going to be perfect. You could put up a bed sheet. And if the bed sheet's the wrong color, they'd bitch about that, too. Yeah, if it's the wrong thread count, you know, you got to... Ooh, the thread count. I like that. I like that take. That's a good take, the thread count. Uh, so it says, what's a design expert's verdict on Minnesota state flag? He gives it an A. That's what he says. Hmm. But what's he going to do? Get political about it? Of course not. Right? Yeah. I mean, it's a flag. You, nobody really, flag, yeah. nobody really cares. They just want to complain. I got to be honest with you. I don't really care about the state flag. Uh, the United States flag stands for something. The Minnesota state flag, look at it. It stands for nothing. It, there's nothing representative there. It's dark blue, then it's light blue, and there's one white star in it. Oh, boy. Shows how creative we really are, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. No. I mean, it... It's fine. Yeah. We can be not creative. It's fine. We're Minnesotans. I'll... We eat hot dish, and it's fine. I think it even is. It's like subtle, subtlety, the subtle creative, you know? Right, because it's supposed to look like oh, you guys the state are so of full of shit. All three of you. No, no, the, I was agreeing. No, with, give um, me a break. I was agreeing with you that, like, no, no it's not creative. This, but like, this is the lamest flag in history. I agree. I'm fine with it though. Like, I, right. I don't think it's so bad to be. Let's practical, not non-creative types. Like, that's fine. Nope. We're Minnesotan. I'm fine nope. with it. Like, what are you saying? It, Minnesotans are non-creative. I'm saying that this represents that we're not creative and that's okay. Right. Like, like Japan's flag is literally a red circle. Yeah. I was going to yeah. say, let's, can, let's not say this is the most boring flag right. of all time when like, Japan we exists. It. Like it doesn't, yeah. we, who cares? We don't have to reinvent the flag. We don't have to like think about. We some did reinvent the flag. That's no, the I meant point. like, I meant like 
like the actual reinventing of it. Like we have to like make it 3D or like have it like have another <laughs> piece sticking out. We don't well, have it. It's not art. It, yeah, we don't have to reinvent the wheel, you know, kind of vibe of like, I'm fine with it. Like Minnesota, we're not, listen, we got cool stuff. What does stuff. it got we, to do with Minnesota being what? No, I'm saying, you know how you said we're not creative and I agreed with you. This isn't creative no, no. and this kind of represents that we're not I creative and I'm fine I with that. didn't say that at all. I didn't say we weren't creative. I said whoever designed it wasn't creative. That's what I, I mean. Was, like, and that's fine. I don't. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. I don't really care what the design of like. To the, at this point, they could just give me a blank sheet of paper and I'd be like, yeah, that's fine. Like, we can be done with this whole <laughs> search for a floor. Well, that's what we were talking about a month ago. Where were you guys when I said that a month ago? Just make it a white sheet. Who cares? Yeah. Yeah. It didn't support me then, but now that it's your idea, it's brilliant. Is yeah. that what we're saying here? I mean, we could, yes, but also we could run yeah. this. We could <laughs> exactly. run the tape back, and I'm pretty sure, yeah, we were all more or less indifferent to the whole flag search from the jump. We all four were. It's true, and like I said, it's it's. I don't. Why do we even need a state flag? That'd be fine if we didn't have one. I don't care. I, actually, I think until I was about 25, I didn't even know there was a state flag. Did you? Yeah, I, until no. we started redesigning one, I, if I saw one, I hadn't react to it. So I had no emotional Ooh. attachment to yep. any of it. There you have it, ladies and gentlemen. So uh, the whole world is in, in, a, in an uproar because of uh, this and that. And everybody's going to sue this guy. And then that guy's going to prison and this guy. What are they doing uh, in Washington, D.C.? Could they be any bigger pig at pains in the ass than they're being right now? Everything is wrong on one side or the other. Everything is wrong. They can't agree on one simple thing. Why? Because they're imbeciles. Have you ever met any politicians? I uh, have, but mm -hmm. I also did watch the flag committee picking their flag <laughs> for about 20 minutes one day. Um, not and I, no, just it, right back into it. Right back. <laughs> I'm just saying it scarred me for life. It's not a job I want. It's... Uh, absolutely the worst what is i said when i was trying to watch them pick the first flags in the committee it was absolutely terrible i would never want that job i sat and watched that for so long and uh it took years off my life tom did you really why did you watch that i don't know i was in a weird mood something to do yeah like we were reporting on it a bunch and i was like i don't know they're they're video they're doing a live stream of the whole thing i'm like i'm sure yeah. She'll be yeah. kind of interesting. It was three hours long. They had to extend it. And I watched it. It was terrible. I I uh, need to go to a safe space after. I think it's time. No question. A safe space with Judd. Judd, the sports safe space. That's what it is. I sort of like that. Sounds very comforting. It does really. There's no question about it. So uh, local broadcasters for broadcasts, excuse me, for the wild and 10 other NHL teams will remain on Bally Sports. You think that's a good idea? I think it's good good news i guess i think it's just for the rest of the season so yes yeah, i, I yeah. think the and i think that the uh the wolves and the wild the agreement is they're going to remain on for the rest of the season that's the last i saw and that the twins it's still up in the air because their contract's up right i think they're going to get an offer to go back to bally's because i think bally's is going to survive for at least like another year but um i'm not so sure they're going to so, so who owns bally uh, Diamond Sports Group, which is an offshoot of, um, uh, why, why am I blanking on the name? Um, Sinclair. Right. Sin oh, Sinclair. Okay. Yep. 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 Is that like a religious radio station network? Is that what Sinclair is? Or is that something different? No, I think it's just, uh, 
I think they own because I, if I'm not mistaken, they also own like Channel 23 in town. But Diamond oh, is do? like their sports. Yes, but but Diamond is their sports offshoot, and that's the one that is in bankruptcy. So, you know, it's all it's all in how they put together the companies, right? So, like, so I have a know, question for you. How do you go bankrupt when when major sports teams are giving you money to broadcast their games? Because you overpaid massively when um, when when you bought when you well why do you here here's what I don't get about companies why do you buy I, I I get it but I don't like it when you make a purchase like that because like they purchased a ton of networks so it's not just like one right okay. okay so to me with where things were going as far as streaming and stuff what I don't understand is who on earth said this was a good idea to buy it right now right. Right. That's what I don't get. Because you're paying all these enormous rights fees and you're basically buying um, you're buying several channels that you know are going to be in trouble because of how things have gone. That's what it's like in the uh, it's like in the early 2000s when companies were w willing to buy newspapers. It's like, is that at that point in time? Right. Multiple. Is that really a good investment? It is pretty interesting when you look at all the stuff that people are investing in and all the rest. I'm surprised there, that there didn't emerge one gigantic baseball, one gigantic football, you know, networks I'm talking about here. Why did that never happen? Well, I think put their own. Uh, football's come the closest because they also yeah. share yeah. All, all of their own rights. And because it's one, once a week, their deals are worth so much. Yeah. Um, I think baseball is going to, I think what we're eventually going to see is baseball teams taking their, and, and baseball as a whole, as a league, is going to do exactly what you just said and take their rights in-house more and then produce and do all of that stuff themselves. But then they'll keep all of the revenue that comes in because you don't, mm -hmm. you know, the, the issue used to be, well, if you're going to take all your rights, you've got to start your own network and like program it for 24 hours a day. But with streaming and stuff, you don't need now to have a network. You can just show your games. Yeah, that's that's what I think more teams are going to do. If I'm like the Timberwolves, all right, yeah, well, maybe we'll do a pregame, postgame show type of thing, but it's going to be streamed for, you know, the five-hour block of, you know, the game pre- and postgame, and then that's it. And maybe you sell a subscription, maybe you don't just sell advertisers, but that would be the way to go. Cause, and didn't the Suns, they kind of did – they didn't, it's not streaming, but they are only like they have a local TV deal rather than like going with Bally's. Yes. Yeah. In, in fact, the Bally's in Phoenix folded. So the, the Suns are the Suns games are available over the air, which I think we're going to see more of. I, I wouldn't be surprised eventually here if, if you see some like twins or wild or wolves games on, on like channel, you know, 45 or something like that, too. Mm hmm. But, I mean, it's definitely changed. It's definitely changed a lot. Well, I mean, back in the day when I was, I guess, in my 20s, maybe my 30s, something like that, Channel 9 broadcast the Twins games because they were the smallest network in town. Mm -hmm. in you know? Independent, too. Mm -hmm. Independent, well, when, yep. When I, was, uh, when I first started to watch the Twins in the late 70s, uh, before the, the flip of ABC from Channel 5 to 9, and Channel 11 was the independent, WTCN. They did yeah. the games. Yep. Was that a Chris Craft network? Do you know? You guys are too young to remember that. I don't know. WTCN 11, a Chris Craft station. 
All I know is that the end of their broadcasting day, Tom, they would play the national anthem. They like would, every right. good, like every good station did, you guys. <laughs> Tevin, Brittany, Age. At the end of the broadcasting day, before they shut her down, they would play the national anthem and show a flag. Yep, oh. they did. Usually a jet, too. Wasn't there a jet flying through the air, too? Oh, I'm sure there was. I mean, it's yes. very patriotic. It was very patriotic. <laughs> it was always about 2 o'clock in the morning, wasn't it? one thirty, two o'clock? Yes, yes. Yeah, it was exactly. always there. Exactly right. Which kind of sucked. We could have extreme anxiety as a teenager, and you can't sleep, and you get up, and there's nothing to do because the TV signed off at one thirty. Mm-hmm. Jesus, hell, me no. No infomercials, no nothing. Nothing. Just, just a just a big voice like yours saying, "And this concludes our broadcasting day. Our broadcast day. Please stand for the national anthem." <laughs> Stand up in your living room, get all that stuff done. Yeah, I, look, I, I I love watching. I don't care where the Twins go, Vikings go, whatever. I'll watch them wherever they go. I'll watch them. Not a problem. They'll be on. Like that. That's yeah. the thing is, we're we're long past the the days of. Oh my God, they might not be on. So, I'm not. I'm with you. I'm not concerned. I think the only question is with where they go is like how fractured do the payment plans get? So like you know the Twins will charge oh, yeah. for something, the Wolves will charge yeah. for something. But, I mean, it's the only thing I enjoy watching myself, so I really almost don't care. No, I understand that. It's been part of my life since I was 9 with the Twins and 15 with the Vikings. I mean, I've Minnesota sports have been part of my life. Uh, University of Minnesota won the national championship when I was 9 years old. And I wasn't a big fan, but I was still excited that Minnesota had won the national championship in something. You know, just being a Minnesotan at 9 years old, I thought it was very, very cool. And imagine much since, but you know, I was going to say, imagine you're nine years old and they win a national championship. You're like, this is great. So this must happen a lot. This is going to be the rest of my life is going to be filled with go for football championships. (laughs) Exactly. But the best thing of that is it drew me to the old stadium and Julie Perlt, the stadium announcer, who was a brilliant, honest to God, open end field. It was a horseshoe shape. The old days, what was it called? The Coliseum or something? It was called something. I don't remember. But in any case, the game's going along, and all of a sudden, Julie Pearl goes, ladies and gentlemen, there's a squirrel on the field. <laughs> he makes an announcement that there's a squirrel running around on the field. I mean, honest to God, it's it's brilliant. No question about it. And I think he also used to give out-of-town scores, and he'd give them backwards. Right. Yep. So he'd he'd say, you know, yep. <laughs> from Ann Arbor, Penn, you know, uh, uh, um, Michigan he, State. Yeah, Michigan State, thirty-five, Michigan fifty-three. Yeah. So people <laughs> would all think that he did. He did it backwards, no question about it. I did love that guy. Look, that was an era with Ray Christensen doing the doing the games. I mean, that was. It was a wonderful childhood and early teen and twenties years, but those those guys they were very good. I mean, the twins had a great staff. Mm-hmm. Have Halsey Hall eating an, an onion the size of a grapefruit, raw onions he ate in the booth. I guess it it drove everybody else nuts. But what, what the hell? It was wonderful. He'd smoke cigars. Yeah, he'd smoke Herb. cigars. Oh yeah. 
What is he, Shia LaBeouf on holes? Like, why are they just eating onions? I was going to say the Grinch. Well, (laughs) that's what he did. There was a. He loved to eat raw onions. I don't know why. There was a basketball player that alleged. It was Peja Stojakovic back in the day that he supposedly rubbed, I think it was onions or garlic or something like that, under his arms because he thought if he smelled bad, people wouldn't want to guard him as closely. (laughs) And he was a three point shooter. So he was like, yeah, that's how I can help get open. Did you ever hear that story, Judd? I don't remember that one, but that is great. That is, that's a, I mean, it, you, credit for trying. Full bonus points for trying. <laughs> Did he get open though? Did uh, it work? Yeah. I mean, he was a prolific three point shooter for his well, time in the go. career. So it must have did something for him. Well, a good idea. Absolutely a good idea. That's pretty smart, actually, when you think of it, because it didn't hurt him. Was he care? Yeah. I, he, he would have to. Sm- you know, have his own BO for like a while at least, right? Like you would smell that. But if you could tolerate it, what the hell? <laughs> I agree with that. So uh, any any big news? The, well, the tw- have the Twins acquired anybody yet? No. They're like five guys down and they got nothing coming in. <laughs> no, no. Yep, they've lost like five or six guys. And yeah. uh, right right now the, the Twins-O-Meter of acquisitions is at a big old fat zero. Yeah, but early spring training starts in six weeks let's go well you know it's if you look at what they've done recent years it's more of it's more active in january but i don't know they they basically have told us don't expect us to do a lot financial you know they have said that the lack of a tv deal is going to impact their what they do from a payroll standpoint so they might just be have been as candid as possible so i'm not sure what's coming here I still don't understand why, if you have the major league, how many, okay, you got National League, American League, how many teams are you talking? 26 or something? It's a lot. Of I think teams. we're, I think we're at 30 teams total. 30 teams total. Now. 15, okay, yep. 15. Yep. Yeah, that, that makes sense. Okay. Why don't you start your own television and radio network? You got the money, do it yourself. That's what I think they're going to do. But the problem yeah. is, right, right now, as with all things like this, Instead of having been proactive and sort of seeing this coming, they're mm-hmm. they've got a ton of teams that are caught by surprise. Mm-hmm. So now they got to figure it out. Like you, like I think they'll end up absolutely fine because they're not going to. It's not like they're going to fold. But the the issue with you know not just sports but companies is that a lot of th- this stuff it feels like always somehow catches them by surprise despite mm-hmm. the fact you could sort of see it coming and so now it's got to sort itself out and then it's going to be okay but but for now that's the thing too is it's not like it's just the twins time there's a bunch of teams yeah yep. in the same boat doing nothing does baseball also kind of have to fight the fact that hey we're playing these games on noon or on noon at noon <laughs> Um, and it's during the summer and stadiums aren't necessarily at capacity where you have a bunch of people now at home that want to watch the game. If you want to go watch the twins and you have time, like you can just get in your car and go pay $5 to get into the stadium. Whereas there's not maybe necessarily a huge demand for them to be on TV every single game. Uh, not really. Their problem is this. They, they were getting just a, a a flat check, right? Mm -hmm. Like, so they, in fact, I think when the Twins and Bally's went to court last summer, it turned out we always thought that the Twins got about $42 million in TV rights. And when they went to court, it turned out to be like 56. Uh, and that's low. 
so the issue is that money right now is just gone. Like for the twins, it's just gone. And so that's the problem is like they, they are th that paid a part of their payroll. And so now without that, but attendance in baseball is okay. Mm -hmm. It's fine. It's, it's actually not a problem. Oh, okay. But, but the money that every sport gets, not just baseball, uh, the money every sport gets from TV is so huge that it drives lots of things. And in the case of baseball, they do split a certain national uh, piece of the pie, like from Fox and ESPN, but the local rights are absolutely huge. And and as I said, there's teams that are in trouble here with the same type of Bally's problem, Tevin, mm -hmm. that have lost more. Oh, like, okay. like they have bigger deals. The Twins are actually on the low end of the income spectrum from TV. So that's the problem is that they literally are trimming away payroll based on the fact that they know that at least for a year, if not a couple of years, they can't count on that check from Sinclair. Well, there you have it, ladies and gentlemen, another great sports report about the fabulous teams in Minnesota. And by, and by the way, we should have been allowed to vote on the flag. Give me three choices. Ooh. Give me three choices. And allow the people of the state to vote. Why not? Why have people meet? Why have anyone waste two hours? Meetings are a way that adults found to game the system so they don't have to actually work. Meetings should be, I, I, I think no meeting should be more than an hour. And we should drastically reduce some time. And we should have voted on the flag so people like President Brittany could have just decided for us. That's what I told these three, but they were in such a horseshit mood they didn't get the joke. Here, here. I tested them. They all <laughs> miserably. They're like, what, what, what are you talking with, about? What's wrong with them? What's wrong with you three? They're always crabby at the beginning of the show. Every day I have to put up a three crabby bastards. Tom yeah. comes into every show yeah. smiling yeah. and in a good mood. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I've been listening to Tom since the 80s. That man's in a good mood every day, and you three sabotaged it. Shame on you. Yep. Shame on uh, us. I agreed with Tom. Yeah. Tisk tisk. So, no, you didn't. All three of you argued with me. Well, there was there was clearly no two separate two separate beginnings of the show that happened this morning. You know God, what, Tom? That You're right. About three days a week. You're right, Tom. We're in a horseshit yeah. mood. I'm right about a lot of things, believe me. You are. You're always in a horseshit yeah. mood. That's, it's just how life you. is. Your entire generation's in a horseshit mood. Smile I am a while, bro. You people are ruining America. I, I, the first thing I do is I come on here and go, ugh. <laughs> That's true. So you know that. That's good. I'm glad to hear it. You're welcome. No, I can. Uh, okay, we'll break with this because I know you got to go. I can sit down. When the screen pops up, I can look at all three of them and go, oh, this ain't going to be good. Because you're like this. What are you whine, crabby bastards? Cheer up! See right there. There you go. Sticking her tongue out. And you're and you are a ray of sunshine each and every day. It's just you know? every day. It's like hey, yeah. Look, at, look at you right now. You're the I'm so light. happy to be here. It's wonderful. It's the greatest in history. You know, right. they're just feeding off their own political party bullshit. That's what it is. Yes. Like, oh, us we, three. we hate everybody. Us three are huge people. political All I people. Vote yep, for the flag, are. okay? That's all I wanted was to vote. <laughs> Give me the opportunity to vote for the flag. Saying. What I've been saying, vote, let's vote for a flag. That that all hideous right. thing they got now looks like Gilligan's Island flag. What the oh, hell is that? Don't despair. Don't disgrace the Gilligan's Island. That is an iconic. That's true. I was gonna say, don't. Flag. Yeah, don't come on. Don't bring them into this. They Bob were Denver victims. Gilligan is rolling in his grave. Yeah. Gilligan and his wife, the movie star.
you know Nobody what? Else? Okay. And I'm not kidding. I spent this. two days with Alan Hale once he came to town, and he wore yeah. a skipper hat the whole time he was in town. I went around with him. Where did we eat lunch both days he was here? And I'm not making it up. Red Lobster. Uh, Red Lobster. Rainforest Cafe. You're, you're close. Joe's Crab Shack. Long John Silver. Oh, you did go to I was going to say Long John Silver. I love Long John Silver. Do you remember when that place was good? Before, oh, yeah. like, good seafood joints? <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, I'm not kidding, Tevin. I'm not joking. There was a time when it was... Is that a fast food place? Yes. Yeah. There's well, not a lot of places like fast food. I would get fish. Long John Silver's is absolutely one of those places. It's like, I've yes. never been. It's under, like it's under the radar. Really oh, it's good. terrible for you, but it was good. But here's the thing is there was a time when we were when we didn't have a bunch of great seafood places. Right, Tom? Yeah. That's and so and so when I was a kid, the best place was a place called Arthur Treacher's Fish and Chips oh, on Highway 12. Yep wouldn't be that good now and red lobster used to be like the creme de la creme oh god as far as i was concerned no you're absolutely right so listen just learn a lesson if it's good enough for alan hale as the skipper it's good enough for me that's all i'm saying aye aye captain aye aye captain Captain, Captain. see you later little buddies bye thanks Judd. Judd's all good, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, God, I was going to say Merry Christmas, and he hopped off too quickly because we're not going to talk to him again before or uh, until, what, the 2nd of January? 2nd of January. I'll shoot him an email from us. Yeah, I wanted to say goodbye. I really like him. He's such a – well, both those guys are really good guys. Love They're them. nice to work with. I suppose we better take a break here because we got Chris Egger coming up, ladies and gentlemen. Guys, if you want to reignite your intimacy once and for all, listen, just give Twin Cities Premier Health a call for a discreet and confidential in-office evaluation by their highly trained staff of medical professionals. Acoustic wave therapy sessions are 25 to 30-minute treatments with no pain, no downtime afterward. And right now, Twin Cities Premier Health is offering a free treatment and a free consultation when you book today. Receive this $800 value when you use code word TOM at TwinCitiesPremierHealth.com. You may know that age-related erectile dysfunction is most commonly caused by a buildup of plaque in the arteries that supply blood to the erectile tissue. Acoustic wave therapy can rescue your relationship and has been clinically proven to break up plaque and improve the blood flow to the penis. Definitely take advantage of this limited-time special offer. Receive a free treatment and a free consultation when you book today. This is a savings of $800 when you use code word TOM at TwinCitiesPremierHealth.com. I wouldn't recommend a service like this unless I knew they could help you. Jim Paul of Valley Buick GMC has a mutiny on his hands. His sales crew said they've had it brooming snow off the new Buicks and GMCs, then warm them up, move them to plow, and repark them again. He even overheard them cooking up an alternative plan, a sale. This is crazy. Why don't we just mark them down and sell them? This is getting real old to be out on that lot in this sub-zero weather. That's right. Everyone we sell is one less to broom. I heard we're supposed to get six more inches tomorrow. I'm 5'6". How am I supposed to get the snow off the roof of a pickup? I'm Jim Paul, and, well, car dealers do have all kinds of crazy sales. This idea probably makes more sense than most. There's plenty of inventory, so, okay, the crew has decided. Yeah! So then it's official. The We Don't Want to Broom Snow sale is in full force at Valley Buick GMC in Apple Valley and Hastings. Snowy inventory priced real right at valleycardealers.com. 
The Tom Bernard Show is proud to have partners like North American Banking Company, Bradshaw and Bryant, and attorney and advertiser Dave Bielke. I've been advertising on Tom Bernard shows for years. I like Tom, not just because he's a good guy, but because the ads I run on his show bring me new clients that are hurt at work and need legal help. Tommy B works for me. If you'd like to find out more about growing your business with the Tom Bernard Show, go to TomBernardShow.com, keyword partner. You know that's true. I'm so happy to welcome back our longtime friend, Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning to the show. I've known Steve, the owner, for many years, and I completely trust Sabre to keep my house comfortable. Why? Sabre does everything the right way, and they always put the customer first. Very important. I love the team at Sabre because their service experts are experienced NATE certified technicians. Uh, They are not salespeople. Their pricing is completely upfront, and they fix only what needs to be fixed, nothing more. Sabre is dedicated to giving customers what they need when they need it and at the fair price. Keeping your family safe and comfortable without breaking the bank. Give Sabre Heating and Air Conditioning a try. I know they'll take care of you just like they've taken care of me and my whole family. Whether you need a new Bryant furnace or air conditioner replaced or just simply need a service call to get you going again, go to SabreHeating.com. That is S-A-B-R-E Heating.com. Sabre and Bryant, whatever it takes. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show Podcast. Yeah, baby. That's all I'm saying. Ladies and gentlemen, Channel 5's Chris Eggert is brought to you by Mr. Money Talk, Josh Arnold. Call Josh today for your free 48-minute evaluation. The number is 952-925-5608, 952-925-5608. Chris Eggert joining us now. Are you wearing a sport coat? Oh, we don't have him. And I can't hear her either. Chris, you just have to unmute your own mic. Chris, Chris, come back. Chris, don't. Chris. Chris. Chris, I can't unmute your mic because you muted it. Chris, you're just muted. Your own mic is muted. Just unmute your mic. I didn't do that. I didn't do that. Oh, my God. Sorry. I'm telling you, Chris, I at... This morning at 8.01, I looked at these three and went, this is not going to be a good first hour. How are we responsible for him muting his own mic? Um, This is, I was good, Tom, I apologize. I apologize. I heard you guys talking to Judd. I heard you say that all these guys were grumps today. They're grumpier than hell again. I was going to come in like a beam of light, shining happiness and joy shining down upon you. I know. And then I looked up. And I got a little notification that my mic cord had been unplugged, but it wasn't. It was actually the mute button. So see, way to go. So we're fine. Everything's cool. We got it all worked out. But the great part of it is when when Brittany first leaned into her microphone to tell you to to, uh, to take off mute, we couldn't hear her either. Because <laughs> I was trying to unmute his mic. Oh, that's what it was. Because you, I can control everyone's mic, but I can't if you might mute it yourself. So I was like. Trying to fix his, but why is everybody grumpy? I don't know. Literally, nobody's grumpy. We're all on our period. That really sounded like nobody was grumpy. (laughs) Nobody on the show is grumpy. (laughs) When has anybody on this show ever been grumpy, Chris? 
Not that I've ever seen. Exactly. Other than five days a week. How about that? Not true. Oh, okay. What are you looking at? You're peering. I, I was trying to figure out if that's a Christmas tree over your shoulder there. It is. Yep. That's a Christmas yeah, okay. tree. Oh, pretty. Okay, cool. You know what I should do? I should go turn it on because it flashes and you, you literally will get a headache if you don't turn it off. Tom, their background, uh, your place looks so nice. It looks fake. It is fake. That's just a backdrop that I put there. I'm actually in my garage right now. It's a green so. screen. <laughs> oh, and Catherine does a great job. It's, Catherine's really good at that kind of stuff. She's good at yeah. two things. That kind of stuff and leaving Jude alone so he knocks on the door so I have to get up and let him in. Okay? She doesn't ever let him in. She lets him knock on the door. That's your job, huh? Apparently it's my job. That's exactly right. So I'm kind of looking through the news this morning, Mr. Eggert, and of course the Trump case is uh, number one or two in, in all the publications. I really don't see that thing going anywhere. I don't really understand. What people don't understand is the 50 of us together form the United States of America. One state cannot change a national election. I'm sorry. It's just not going to fly. I did read an interesting article about that this morning that Trump's lawyers are actually like telling the Supreme Court to hold off on it. Yeah. yeah, they are. Um, and and be deliberate. And if it comes to them, you know, uh, don't make some kind of hasty decision, mm-hmm. uh, which I, I I guess I could look at that two ways. But that I, that was an interesting story I read this morning um, in regards to that. Um, Once again, I'm getting really, really tired of, unless you join my group of people, I will try to ruin you. That I hate that about politics now in America. I really do. And it's on both sides more, one more than the other, but the other one, you know, doesn't have as big a voice, I guess. I don't know. I don't like either one of them. See, that's the whole thing. Everybody, well, I heard this guy. I have heard literally from the far right that I'm way too liberal and from the far left that I'm way too conservative. I can't win. You're doing your job properly if you're pissing everybody off all yeah, around. Yes, that's true, isn't it? But I just don't understand how you can look at the same statement and your side thinks, no, it's not enough, and the other side thinks it's too much. Are you ever happy about anything? That's what I would like to ask the two severe sides of both parties. Are you ever happy about anything? Do you know? I don't know. Any, see, I don't hang out with nut jobs like that. Those extreme political people, I have, don't come near me. Even get, get away from me. I, right? Yeah. No, Democrats are great. Republicans are great. Got no problem. Independence, fine. This extremity bullshit, get away from me. You're nuts, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Too extreme. The world's too extreme. It is way too extreme. Look what do you guys want? Me. I got a, I got a couple of different stories for you today. Uh, I'm going to give you your choice. We're going to spin the wheel of, of Ooh, stories. I like this. A little wheel of topics. Um, do you want the secret of long life from a 103 year old? Do you want um, what will happen with the mountain lion that was killed in Golden Valley? Ooh, or, yeah. yep. or do you want uh, a local restaurant named Best Burger? Ooh, I, I want- love a good burger, but I'm also very curious about the mountain lion. I want two and three. That's what I want. Yeah. Two and three. Is I the mountain lion going to be made into the Best Burger? No, <laughs> I kind of want to know I, three for sure. Maybe one, so I can do the opposite and not live to 103. But oh, <laughs> that, Tom, that's uh, simply Tom, you're the final voice here. You're the you're the guy. What I love is you asked him one question and all three of them answered it three different ways. <laughs> I know it's good. It's just like what the hell. 
in all I couldn't care less about any of it. All right. Well, I'll give you I'll give you all three then. Um, we go. interviewed a World War Three, uh, World War Two veteran yesterday. Grew up in Pipestone. Uh, celebrate a major milestone, and uh, we asked him his secret to long life. Keep your mouth shut. They never give any like revolutionary. It, like you know what I ate chai seeds, and here's my diet. It's always like you know. I think that's pretty dang good advice. He says, "I keep my mouth shut. I'm hoping I make it to another year." That's I couldn't agree more. I couldn't I, agree more. It's exactly I, I, what I just said with this extreme political stuff. Shut up. I don't want to hear it anymore. I, I, right? I like it. Uh, I like the it mountain too. lion that was killed on 394 in Golden Valley early this month. The DNR is working with Parks and Rec to taxidermy the mountain lion and put it on display. Ooh. Nice. Maybe it Where? shields? Um, I think it'll be... <laughs> done. That's already been done, right? Um, oh, let's yeah. see. They hope to mount it as part of an educational display. I do not know where it would be displayed, but it would be something to talk about the migrating uh, patterns of uh, mountain lions and the time that mm -hmm. mountain lion made it to the Twin Cities. Yeah, you put it on like the uh, trail that the mountain lion took to get here as a warning to all the other mountain lions. Like, you better not bring that up here no more. Mr. Yeah. Tour Guide, why is there tire tracks on his fur right here? <laughs> uh, and then uh, option number three, best burger. I've never been to this place. I'll admit it. Brooklyn Park Restaurant being recognized as the best of the best. Wagner's Drive-In. Ooh. Yes. Yes. AJ's so good. Fired up. So good. That was where uh, me and my girlfriend went on our first date, actually. <gasps> oh, really? Ooh. Yes. It is. It is awesome. It's a nice little drive, and it's right off, right off the highway. But they've got a lot of different types of burgers. I like the rodeo. It's got some onions. Got the little barbecue sauce on there. Oh, it's 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 great. But. Uh, hot, couldn't recommend it more. Wagner's fantastic. What, what, like, what style burger are we talking about? Is it like a old school, not, old school drive-in? Old yeah. school drive-in. Yes. Okay. Okay. Yep. And they're open year-round too. Mm -hmm. Have you been there, Tom? It used to be an A and W when I was a kid. Did it? Yep. Let's see. Mo definitely. Best. Uh, was this is according to National Media Restaurant Survey USA. Okay. Whatever that is. Yeah. No, that's uh, right there in Brooklyn Park, right? What is it, kind of on the border of Brooklyn Park, Brooklyn Center, kind of? Yes. Or is it all in Brooklyn Park? Yes. I want to say it's the, because what's the high, what's the, it's off of 694 and what road there, Chris? Does it say in your report? Um, I looked it up when I, when I looked it up earlier. I can't it's remember. The Broadway it's Broadway exit. I'm almost it's Broadway. Sure. Yeah, it's okay. Broadway. There you go. Yep. But you guys listen to me the first time instead of, we'll keep looking. Tom said Broadway. We'll keep looking. That's what I'll do. Let's page through it here. <laughs> just keep paging through everything exactly. Oh, I just looked no. it up. It's on Broadway. Thank you, Tevin. Yeah. I appreciate you. Gotcha. Looking hey, thanks. Thanks hey, for coming um, up with that. I Waste more text. time. It's, uh, from, it's on Broadway. Nice. Yeah. Hey, do you know where it is? No, but let me. No, I think Chris said it was on Broadway. Um, I mean, yeah, that's what I thought. It's on Broadway. The, I'll, go to on our, Broadway. I'll, I'll go to our exclusive burger aficionado, uh, Eddie. Ah! Right. Oh, your buddy's back. What a what a callback for me. Eddie's then. having human burgers. <laughs> what a callback for me. Your buddy's back, Palomino. That's all we know. Everything's good now because your buddy's back. Fantastic. It all works out. Uh, that's that's about all I got, Tommy. I have one question for you because I know when when it first became Wagner's, they still did sell root beer by the gallon. Do they still do that, or do they not do that anymore? I did not see that as a featured. Um, okay menu yeah. item on their website because i was researching it this morning but i can't say definitively that it's root beer is not a thing there 
That was very cool as a kid. We brought home an entire gallon jug of root beer, man. That was wonderful. It was fantastic. That's a big day when you're walking away with a gallon of root beer. Indeed. You're absolutely right. All right, Chris, we will talk to you tomorrow to wrap up just before Christmas. All right, Tom. I hope everyone else is in a better mood tomorrow. Yeah, Jesus, I would hope so. Don't bet on it. Yeah, don't bet on it. Exactly. (laughs) All right, Chris, we'll talk to you tomorrow. Channel 5's Chris Eggers brought to you by Mr. Money Talk, Josh Arnold. Call Josh today for your free 48-minute evaluation at 952-925-5608. 952-925-5608. Ladies and gentlemen, we'll take a break here. Be right back in a couple of minutes couple of seconds you have all helped support my pillow and their employees in these tough economic times mike lindell knows this and continues to give back to listeners with great deals on his most popular products right now you can save 50 percent on queen and king pillows the original my slippers and the my pillow six-pack bath towel sets are back in stock the proprietary technology makes them extremely absorbent yet still provides that soft feel you look for in a towel the set comes with two bath towels, two hand towels, and two washcloths. Regular price is $79.98. And for a limited time, you can get this six-pack towel set for only $39.99 with promo code TOM. That is a 50% savings. So go to MyPillow.com, use promo code TOM to save 50% on the MyPillow six-pack towel sets. That is just $39.99 for a set. This deal will not last long. Enter promo code TOM for this special and many more. When you need someone to listen, a lawyer you know. With respect that you deserve. Hi, I'm Mike Bryant. Over the years at Holiday Time, Bradshaw and Bryant has been able to help thousands of Minnesotans arrive home safely from the bars. This year, there's still lots of things that we can do to ensure that you stay safe on the roads, like slowing down, giving yourself enough time that you're not in a rush, no texting and driving, hands-free phone calls, and of course, no drinking and driving. Please be safe so that you get home to your loved ones. I'm Mike Bryant from Bradshaw and Bryant. This year, my biggest wish is that we all remain happy, healthy, and even a little more kind to one another. A lawyer who will fight with confidence and pride. A working harder, going farther. With Mike Bryant on your side. Seeking justice for the injured. Bradshaw and Bryant. Hello, I'm Brad Huckle, President and Chief Lending Officer at North American Banking Company. And I'm Michael Bilski, CEO at North American Banking Company. As a locally owned and operated community bank, we work with many multi-generational businesses. Take personal care dentistry of Roseville, for example. Dr. Walter Hunt, also known as Painless to me, has been a longtime customer of the bank since we opened the bank in 1998. When his son Kyle was ready to join the practice, they wanted to expand quickly. With their additional space and equipment, they now are able to see more patients each day while providing the same level of care and service. Okay, guys, I'll take it from here. If you run a family business or any kind of business for that matter, you should be banking with Brad and Mike over at North American Banking Company. Every time I deal with them, or their team, I know I'm working with experienced professional bankers. So why not bank with my banker? North American Banking Company, a better banking experience, member FDIC, equal housing lender. 